the 12 days of journos, yet another instance of journos holiday-themed content from Stephen Jackson and Brandon R. Reynolds. Hello? Brandon, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Stephen. Happy 2022. 2022. The Deuce Deuce. Okay. I think the kids are calling it the Deuce. Boy, right out of the gate. Yeah. The deuce. You know, it rained a lot in LA just now. What'd you do during that week? Anything? I spent about uh, 65% of my time drying off dogs. <laughs> That's what I did most of the time. I was yeah. bent over with a towel and then another towel and then another towel. And when I wasn't drying dogs, I was washing and drying the towels so that I could dry the You're dogs. just kind of in a loop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, around here at, uh, at our house... Um, we did some painting. We went down to the Sherwin-Williams uh, right down the street from my house, and uh, we picked up some colors. The first thing I noticed when I walked through the door at Sherwin-Williams is that it's really time for them to update their slogan and logo. Do you know what it is? Mm, the world? Cover the earth, and it's just a bucket of red paint oh, yeah. <laughs> being poured, poured over all the over the yeah, earth. Yeah. It's like a oil spill. Which you could also charitably describe as looking like a bucket of blood poured over the earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th that would be a step up because at least it wouldn't be polluting. I don't know. I don't. I'm imagining <laughs> that's true. blood is biodegradable. Yeah, yeah. I guess if you have too much of it. So yeah, we chose this kind of gray blue color. It's really nice. It sets off these wooden accents in the bathroom. But what we did not choose was the color of the year that hmm. was named by Sherwin Williams. For 2022 it is wait for it evergreen fog evergreen fog yeah evergreen fog also known as sw9130 that's what the kids are calling it is Sweet. a versatile and calming hue a chameleon color of gorgeous green meets gray with just a bit of blue it's a simple but sophisticated wash of beautiful organic color for spaces that crave a subtle yet stunning statement shade. Dang, Stephen. If I didn't know better, I'd swear you were introducing us to 2022 with this, the eighth day of journos. That I am. Now, we're not influencers, God no. forbid, but one of the aims of naming these colors of the year is to sort of give influencers a thing to talk about. And they even do so right on the Sherwin-Williams uh, website where it says, get inspired by influencers. And then they have this sort of slider that you can click to these different blogs and interior design people showing the color out in the wild. Who makes this stuff up, right? Like, why? Why do we need a color of the year? Yeah, well, you know what I think? I don't. I think it's a conspiracy. You think it's a conspiracy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this color thing is the first conspiracy I remember thinking was a conspiracy. Really? Oh, yeah. And this year... You skipped JFK and just nah. went right into the nah. the color cartel, nah. the color cabal. JFK tripped and hit his head. That's fine. This <laughs> is organized. It's nefarious. It's strange. This year, the color of 2022 across all of these different paint platforms ended up being very similar, and everybody was surprised. Normally, all of these different paint companies pick different colors, and they're all different. This year, they were all a kind of muted shade of gray-green, and everybody looked around and was surprised like they'd all come to the party wearing the same dress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Sherwin-Williams has evergreen fog. A paint company called PPG has olive sprig. 
which symbolizes, quote, new beginnings in a post-pandemic yeah. era. Um, Bear, Pink Company Bear, has Breezeway. Which is? Gray. Green. Gray. It's on the grayer side of green. Yeah. Glidden has one that's very helpfully called guacamole. Mm. A dense and slightly retro hue that can turn a bedroom into a retreat. Hmm. Everyone and, wants that. I mean, yeah, it's obviously green, new beginnings. We're all sitting here in the you know twentieth year of the pandemic, and and we're just needing a fresh start. So the color of the year needs to reflect that uh, desire to sort of begin anew. That's exactly right. And the Washington Post also cottoned to this fact that all of these colors were so similar. Talking about Benjamin Moore, their color, October Mist, also greenish gray, um, said, quote, the prevailing theory is that a prolonged period in which we all followed similar routines, working from home, eating outside, swapping long distance vacations for long scenic drives, ignited a global conversation around the importance of mental health, end quote. So this article goes into the surprise at all these different color choosers had and finding out that they were all essentially riffing on the same thing. And Sue Wadden, the director of color marketing for Sherwin-Williams said, quote, to me, the fact that there's consensus like this speaks to our shared experience. It's like no other time in history, end quote. Mm. And historic decision by all of these companies to sell you paint. To sell you paint, to pick a color, yeah. So to return to this nagging idea that this is a conspiracy at play, the color of the year is chosen by all these companies, and they study different things. They have to have certain metrics, right? Like lifestyle trends, search engine data, then they go to all these different trade shows, all in order to figure out how to both respond to the zeitgeist and also, in a cheeky and flirty sort of way, to predict it. Mm. Yeah, so it's... These colors are then used for all kinds of different design elements, websites, clothing, painting the outside of buildings. I mean, all kinds of stuff. It all kind of gets unified around this decision that was made in the year before and then is promoted. Yeah. So we're all sort of in line with this stuff. So it doesn't necessarily happen organically. We're pushed toward it. And no organization is more powerful or more uniquely responsible for heading up this conspiracy than, that's right, Stephen, the Pantone color system. Oh, yeah. Those are the juggernauts, or is it juggernaut singular? Whatever. Yeah, they're just one. one they're juggernaut. just one juggernaut. Yeah. It's an it's a organization that was established way back in the early 60s to solve a problem of color matching in printing. Kind of like a taxonomy of color. That's right. Yeah, exactly right. And since then, they've become very influential in establishing a consistency of color all across these different design elements. Yep. And then in 2000, they started picking the color of the year. And ever since then, they've really dominated the conversation. So, Stephen. What is it? In this, in this year it? of 2022. Tell me. In this year of 2022. Okay. Is it going to be a gray green? No. Wait, no. I don't know. I don't know. I'm ready. Tell me. No, they went a different way. They went with very Perry exclamation point. <sighs> Or as you know it, and the kids call it, 17-3938. Or I thought, oh, actually, I think the kids are calling it P-Winkle. They may call it P-Wink, yeah. Mm-hmm. P-Wink? It's a, it's a Periwinkle. <laughs> yeah. P-Wink is the street name for Periwinkle. That's correct. Yeah. And in <laughs> and in a similar way as all of the other colors matched, and that was unheard of, so too with Pantone, this is the first year that they've created a color just for this occasion, according to this one hmm. design site. 
quote, celebrating the way our lives have changed with the pandemic and how our collective creativity is expanding to new heights, mm. end quote. Yeah. It's a new color. Periwinkles, what they're calling. Very Perry is going to be 2020. It's just people making shit up, man. It's crazy because it's like if you're if you're doing something like you declaring the color of the year, that's a that's a statement that cannot be refuted. Right. Yeah. There's you can't prove someone wrong that the color is, in fact, not the correct color of the year. Right. Yeah. Pantone said it was. Yeah. Pantone offered this opinion and they base it on research again from this website. Quote, they take into consideration all aspects of society. Now, this is all aspects of okay. society, Stephen. Right. Wait, but we only have a couple minutes. Can you get through them all? I'm going to try. Here we go. Okay, okay. Fashion, marketing, social media, and even politics. That's oh. everything. Well, yeah. you know what? That is everything. I'll be honest. I didn't think they could capture all of them, but they're right. Those are the four things. It was a, it was a miracle of brevity, wasn't wow. it? Wow. Yeah. Well, that's economical. That's extremely economical. That's the kind of power they have. They've yeah. been studying all of this stuff from previous years. Yeah. They said this is going to be the color of the year. And now the conspiracy continues, Stephen, into 2022. From this website that spends a lot of time fawning over the Pantone group. And again, it's its own design site. Mm -hmm. I think this really says kind of where their heads are at. Quote, the extensive color trending research done by the Pantone Color Institute saves you countless hours of marketing research for your own business. Hmm. End quote. Okay. Why would I want to think for myself if... Pantone's going to do it for me. You know, these colors are doing a lot of heavy lifting, man. They really are. Yeah. And it's now something that we can keep in mind yeah. as we are looking forward into 2022. If we see everything, a muted gray green or a fancy flirty, very Perry. I don't know. I don't know how periwinkle. Is periwinkle you. flirty? I, I think it's more furtive. Oh, you think? Yeah. Like it skulks in an alley. Yeah. It jumps out. Kind of a furtive glance of it's oh, like it's oh, like purples. Oh, it's like purples, you know, sort of dangerous cousin. I think what is worth keeping in mind around this, what I will continue to call conspiracy, is the fact that it's responding to the pandemic as it has unfolded so far and anticipating the kind of ideas and moods that are going to carry us into 2022. There's a writer, Adam Grant, who wrote an opinion piece in the New York Times a while back in which he called this the boring apocalypse, saying when the pandemic started, we were all afraid and we acted accordingly. But over time, that fear response that we have deep in our brains has kind of worn away in the same way that exposure therapy will make traumatic events seem less and less intense. Yeah. But there's still a danger there of the pandemic. And so we have this kind of conflict of there's a danger, but we can't quite get it up for the danger anymore. So it's a condition that he ascribes to the mood of 2021, which he calls languishing, where we feel mm. sort of aimless, yeah. sort of joyless. There's things around us that are keeping us from living our best lives. So our fear response has diminished. And now we're left with this just kind of frothy sense of unease that we're also sort of bored with, rather than the kind of exciting, zesty terror that we should be having that would cause us to run screaming into the streets. I think that's an accurate identification of the mood of last year of 2021. And with that, I'd like to take this opportunity to announce to the world the journos color of 2022. Oh, we did one. We that's did do great. one. That's great. We talked yeah. about this. Yes, well, we yeah. did one. So I was thinking about what is the color of 2022? And this is actually... Uh, kind of neat because we're doing both a color and a mood. And so I was thinking that um, 
you know, hope is probably one thing that we all need and that is going to, you know, kind of come up quite a bit because the, as we enter into a very dark period, you know, hope is the thing that keeps us going. So uh, pretty much across the board, hope is associated with the color yellow. Mm-hmm. But hope isn't the precise tone, I think, that that really will define the year ahead. Too um, simple. It's too simple. It, it's too simple. It's too one-dimensional. Maybe it's two-dimensional at best. So here at Journos, we're, we're a three and four D bunch. And um, so I, I think it's yellow, right? It's kind of a ruddier, uh, darker yellow because while we're, we all are trying to muster up this feeling of hope, we're also so exhausted. With that, I am now truly officially announcing the Journos color of the year, ochre, which is the color of exhausted hope. Love that. I love that. I mean, I love that in a muted way as yeah. I sit in my gray-green room yep. thinking about all that has been and all that will be. Indeed. Yeah, but thinking yeah. about fog, mist, the different shades of green. <laughs> it also allows us the opportunity to offer our services to any oh. design-oriented folks who want to use our exhausted hope ochre for <laughs> their own design projects, yeah. n- new restaurants, apocalypse bunkers yeah all that stuff totally i'm gonna go uh contact all the taste makers i know all right Stephen. well i think we have covered a lot of ground today i believe we have we'll see you tomorrow Stephen, for the ninth day of journos yes the ninth day of journos just do me a quick favor though brandon yeah if i ever say taste makers again punch me in the face (laughs) (laughs) 